ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Chick Foley Show. Roman Reigns is out for WrestleMania. We'll get into that. We are in the Jimmy's famous seafood studios here. Quarantine day, I think 300. I think we're at 300 now. Uh, it's no end in sight. Uh, I am Phil Gentile, a.k.a. Uh, the Hot Take Kid. I got Sheena Phelps on the line. Sheena? What's going on? Um, apparently, we're gonna be we're gonna be out of this thing by Easter, according to the president. So uh, you know, go ahead and get your your Easter outfit ready. <laughs> yeah, get your uh, get your pastels ready. Speaking of pastels, yeah. Marco Denton <laughs> up in Boston. What's up, Marco? Yeah, you know what's going on? The uh, the the quarantine dream is here for you guys. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, yeah. A lot of a lot of fun stuff happening right now. We have a uh, pretty packed show. We have to finish up the Q and A from uh, last week's show. We asked a bunch of our listeners for some questions. They gave those to us. We got some, of course, big WrestleMania news to touch on. Uh, we have a Macho Man uh, Masters of the Universe giveaway to talk about, and um, you know, plenty of figure uh, not figure news, but just depressing figure talk because there's a. Uh, Nothing coming uh, overseas anytime soon, but uh, how are you guys adjusting? What's new with you? Uh, my wife is now furloughed, uh, so she'll be out of work for a couple weeks, and uh, I've decided to now stay home almost uh, full-time because of health concerns with everything, but uh, other than that, life is great. Yeah, you know, for us over here, I think it's actually taken a little bit of uh, pressure off, you know, because I'm here by myself, and... Typically for myself, I'm like, oh, what do I got to do? We got to plan something. We got to get these kids out of the house. We got to go do something, you know. But here I'm like, well, we're not doing anything today, kids. <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> enjoy the backyard. So it's actually taking a little bit of, like, pressure off of me just to, like, you know, be like, all right, well, I don't feel like I'm missing anything out in the world because the world's shut down, you know. Yeah. Um, they asked my wife to maybe work on weekends, and I was like, okay, there's not even what, – what are weekends now? What are we going to do? Like, yeah. uh, the, the girl across the street is home from college, and her mom was like, oh, yeah, she can watch Nash while you guys uh, have, like, a date night. I was like, where, where would we even – I don't even know where we would go. For a walk? I mean, you do – yeah, you go for a walk. You, yeah. could, you could go for You could go for a drive, an adult-only drive. Uh, um, I would I would really enjoy, like, you know, just an adult-only conversation, you know, like I'm, like I'm having right now. But, yeah, you could get out and drive around, you know, just don't get out anywhere. True. Yeah, yeah, just like, yeah, just – keep spraying purell all over the place uh the, the marco the best part the worst part i talked about today on twitter is is no uh taco bell breakfast i love me some taco bell breakfast and they're not opening up till like 10 or 11 now so they're not doing breakfast anymore really pissed me off this morning the best part mm-hmm. is uh charlie caruso has been doing some good workout videos on her instagram live uh which have been uh, kind of the bright spot of my day so Oh my God! I've been doing workout videos on my Instagram for five years, Phil. Thanks for the thanks for. Uh, I enjoy those I'm too. I'm all, no. I know, right? What the hell, Phil? <laughs> I enjoy those in a much different way, Sheena. You know, because sorry, you know. Sorry that I sorry that I look like a troll. Like no, a, you're a, like a sister. Like, you're like a sister to me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh my God. But uh, yeah, so let's get into it here. We have uh, some some plug skis to get out of the way. Of course, if you want to support our show, if you want to support some independent wrestlers that are maybe struggling right now, the best place to do that is ProWrestlingTees.com. You can find our shirts at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Chick Foley. We have a bunch of new designs, and um, I, I highly suggest you checking those out there. You can follow Sheena on Instagram if you want to watch her uh, her workout stuff at Chick Foley. 
And uh, we are on Twitter at Chick Foley Show. If you want to yell at us for uh, going out and fig hunting, you can do that there. Um, best place to email us is askchickfoley at gmail.com. Uh, and uh, of course, if you want to support us, support us on Patreon, you can do that at uh, chickfoleyshow.com is the easiest way to do that. So that's all, that's all the uh, plug skis to get out of the way here. And um, let's jump right into it, guys. Inside the Squared Circle, this is sponsored by our good friends at Chalkline. You can get 15% off of your order there by using the code CHICK, C-H-I-C-K. We had a pretty big debut on SmackDown and maybe the worst dance I've ever seen, Sheena. Yeah, it was pretty bad, man. I mean, I, you know, I, I kind of touched on last week how I thought Gronk was going to be n- not not the best, but at the same time, it was bad. Like I, like I said, it really goes to show you the the level of talent that goes into just being a professional wrestler or a sports entertainer. Like it's a whole different level of artistry because when somebody isn't trained in that, you know, in that profession, they stand out like a sore thumb. Like he looked like he was just trying to do like way too much. Am I wrong? Like it was very distracting just watching him and Mojo back there. Like, you know, like giggling like little schoolgirls. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it was, one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. And I, I'm not, I, I mean, I think Gronk is a great personality. I don't know yeah. why he came out dancing like a, like a, just a, like a handicapped stripper. Yeah, it was really bad. And I think, I think it was only magnified by the lack of audience. I think if there would have been an audience there, it probably wouldn't, wouldn't have been so awkward. But <laughs> yeah. the fact that there was no, no cheering, no anything. And then he comes out with that like weird little like jig that he did was just, it was just too much. And then, like I said, he, his his segment with Mojo and Baron Corbin was just it was embarrassing. I was like I was cringing the whole time watching it. I was like these are like he's acting like he is like nineteen years old hanging out at a fraternity house. Like no, this is not uh, no. And when did we when did Mojo just decide that he was gonna, just going to become like you know party Mojo again and stop being like you know emojo? Yeah, good call. I, I think I think if there should be a rule, if your arms are like four feet long, you shouldn't be. I mean, he looked like a like he was swinging two tree trunks out there. I mean, he's he just, just need, he could he could have been one monster. of the Bailey buddies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, uh, so he's going to be the host of WrestleMania. I don't know if we talked about this on last week's show. I don't think we did. I think it happened right no, afterwards. It came out after yeah. that. It's going to be two days. Is that what you're thinking? I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, I like that a lot, and I think that's going to be. Uh, a nice little break for us. I mean, why why have it all in one day if you don't have to? And you can have a whole weekend out of this. They're going to tape it, it sounds like. So hopefully mm-hmm. uh, we'll probably be avoiding social media for the weeks leading up to that uh, to make sure that we don't get anything spoiled. But uh, I like the two days. Yeah, I'm, I'm down for two days. Um, and like you said, I'm not going to post any spoilers on any of my social media feeds. Like if I if I see anything, obviously, I'm not going to post anything because I just think that's whack. Um, but I will be posting live feeds through throughout the actual event. But especially with the the virus and everything, I do think it's the safest move to go to two days. You don't have to have as many people in the facility when you when you break it up like that. And also, I think it's just going to really keep the show from feeling like it's dragging on because it doesn't have an audience or the environment that we're used to for WrestleMania. So I definitely think it's a good call. I wonder, I'm wondering if, if it goes well, if this will like set the precedent for like future manias, or do you think they'll continue to have it on, you know, one, one day and have like a big long seven hour show? I don't know. So I guess we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. I mean, I would love to see them break it up permanently. This, and that's a week from 
week from Saturday is when it is. We wow, uh, that's so crazy. I know, isn't it? I mean, we've been talking. Yeah. Remember, they were talking about canceling and saying it was so far, you know, so far away that maybe this coronavirus thing would be over by then. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's not uh, that's not happening. But uh, we are Patreon subscribers. One of the benefits to becoming a Patreon subscriber, if you haven't already, is uh, we do a live Discord chat on. Uh, it's kind of like a chat app that we can all watch along with each other and um, discuss it at, in real time. So that's always fun to do. Jump on there. So that'll be a week from. That'll be Saturday and Sunday of next week. Uh, so uh, we already have one of our Patreon subscribers coming on to do a Patreon re- uh, recap. On our, our WrestleMania recap show, uh, Daryl is coming on to uh, to do that with us. We still don't have anyone to do uh, the WrestleMania preview with us. That's our highest Patreon tier. Uh, here's what I would suggest: you can jump on with us and co-host uh, the entire episode of that WrestleMania preview. If you sign up for a highest Patreon tier, it's Patreon.com/slash Chick Foley Show. You also get a Chick Foley Show T-shirt along with it afterwards drop down to one of the lower tiers. It's fine. It's fine with us. I mean, uh, I think it would be fun to have a listener on. We did it last year for WrestleMania and it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would love to do that again. And like I said, you don't have to stay on that high, higher tier for, for weeks and weeks and months or months or whatever. I know, you know, think times are tough right now. So, uh, always jump back down, but, uh, any current Patreon subscriber, if you want to jump up to that, we would love to have you on to the show and, uh, co-host that with us. It's always a fun episode. Um, I'm, I'm excited about WrestleMania though, Sheena, but, being taped now, I, I I'm putting this on a higher, a little bit of a higher platform because there's no, there's no reason this shouldn't be an awesome event. I mean, you're going to tape this thing. The, we know the outcomes are predetermined, uh, but if you're taping this, I mean, it should be awesome ca- camera angles. It should be very like I don't want to say cinematic, but it should be like that boneyard match. They can do a lot of cool stuff with that. I mean, there's a lot of things they can do with this being taped in advance. I mean, they should use. You know all the facilities they have to their disposal to make this a you know an awesome basically event for us wrestling fans. Yeah, I think you know I I do think they'll make it a little more you know like you said cinematic with with the camera angles and get a little more creative, which is which is totally fine with me. Maybe we'll actually find out what the hell a boneyard match is uh, on, on WrestleMania day. I, I don't think they even know. I think they just like threw something out there and we're like, yeah, we're <laughs> gonna have a bone boneyard match. And then they were like, what the hell's a boneyard match? And they're still they're still trying to figure out how they're gonna make that a stipulation or something. I have no idea how they're gonna make that work, especially with like no audience or anything. I'm really I'm really curious to see what what comes out of that. But yeah, there's no reason why it shouldn't be, you know the best quality but i mean at the same time i mean i don't think they're gonna like if something goes wrong in a match they're not gonna like restart the match you know exactly yeah well i mean you could just they could say cut i mean what's what's to say they can't you can't just say i guess you can't say cut and like treat it like a movie i mean if you're taping it if they they fuck a move up or like if we get a gold dust i mean uh, sorry goldberg undertaker finish with a you know, just a, a crappy tombstone at the end. Like, you know, okay, guys, take a break. Let's redo that. I mean, you don't want to hear that as a wrestling fan, but we'll, we'll never know if they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, we might know. It could it could be blatantly obvious. True. Like, oh True. yeah, we get we could tell that they they totally like reset. <laughs> hey, he's got a different shirt on. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I'm interested. Like you said, it, it's. I mean, it's definitely not ideal i mean especially for all the people who were flying in and traveling and had tickets and were had their hearts set on going to mania and especially for us as home at, 
at home as spectators. Like we want a spectacle event and you know, this is not the ideal situation, but I definitely commend WWE for, for pushing on and still just, just doing the damn thing and, you know, getting it done and doing it in the safest way that they they're able to. So we have on the script here to talk about the Roman Reigns Goldberg, uh, contract signing. For some reason I broke it to both of you that uh, just moments before we started recording, Roman Reigns has pulled out of WrestleMania uh, due to health concerns uh, with his uh, previous, with his past of uh, leukemia. Uh, He doesn't want to risk wrestling. It seems like a great decision on his part. I totally don't blame him. Uh, But what what do you do now, Sheena? Fantasy booked this thing on the fly for me. If if you have Goldberg as a champ, obviously everyone was assuming that Reigns was going to take the belt off of him at WrestleMania. Um, what do you, what do you do here? I mean, it's, it's turned into, uh, I mean, people are pissed off that the fiend lost the belt. Now they're going to be pissed off that Goldberg's going to keep it. What, what do you do? Maybe they, maybe they book him with Ricochet. Maybe this is Ricochet's moment. <laughs> you know, he can, he can step up and actually like, you know, be like, you know what? I've lost all I've lost for the last like two months. I, I'm coming for the belt. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I mean, it's, it's really unfortunate. I mean, it's not unfortunate. It's definitely smart. I, I, you know, I think it's the right thing for Roman to do being an immunocompromised, you know, person. It's not worth doing WrestleMania to risk his, his life potentially, you know, that, that, that's what we're talking about here. Like it literally is like a life or death situation potentially for him. So, um, it's, it's not worth it, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know what you do with Goldberg because I wasn't even super hyped for Roman and Goldberg, you know? Um, so I don't really know. And I, and I love watching Roman Reigns wrestle. So I don't even know who, you would slide into that spot to make me hype about it. What do you think, Marco? Um, there's only one person that you could actually put in that spot, and that would be the bro himself. Dude, ding. ding, 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 ding. Oh, yeah, I think that would be like the biggest God, save. Right I there. missed that. I totally. Yeah, yeah, bro. You'd have to throw him in there. That, that's like. Oh my God. That, would get want the, eyes? that would get the pop of the cinch, dude. Oh, yeah. You want eyes on your WrestleMania this, this time around? Put Mad Riddle in there, and you'll you'll get oh, it. Oh, well, I was I was said it was get the pop of the cinch, but there's gonna be nobody there to pop. So <laughs> yeah, no no pop. Ne- never so. mind. You could you could build you could build a good little. I mean, you have enough uh, clips from those guys chatting up and like backstage stuff and Twitter uh, info that you can like make a good angle in like a week, right? I mean, if you started on Raw, oh, uh, Raw and NXT and SmackDown for the next three day, three four days, for uh, sure, yeah, and have them just yeah. kind of tweet at each other. Uh, I think you, you know. Obviously, I would have Goldberg go over here. I don't think you're gonna have Riddle win, but I mean, you can. I mean, that's a that's a damn good match. I mean, that's you know a shoot fest. You know, I think mm-hmm. it would be fun to watch. And what's yeah, what's Riddle I, I doing? He's not doing anything right now. Mm-mm, yeah, they're not they're not having takeover. So yeah. you know, yeah. he's he's totally he's totally free that weekend. So I would imagine um, that would be that would be a, definitely a seamless transition because like you said they do have that already built in history where you wouldn't have to just like make a bunch of stuff up on on the fly uh we saw the uh six-pack challenge at wrestlemania is going to be for uh bailey's uh smackdown women's championship and it looks like now sasha banks is a member of that she replaced who dana brooke uh, I don't know who she replaced, but my question was: was like, when did Paige get the authority to just like make matches? Yeah, what she, is, is like, she? Is she even like a thorn? <laughs> like, where did she come from? She just was just like up on the Titan Tron, and she was like, you know what, Bailey, you know, and I'm gonna get you, Sasha. That's what she always is like, Sasha. Sasha. Paige, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I, I thought it was really weird that she like made that made that matchup. I don't know how they're trying to like slide Paige back in here, but um, it it is what it is. I hope Bailey does not come out of WrestleMania as the champion. I, I'm ready to see a new torchbearer carrying the belt. Yeah, they have uh, hey, so Chad. the reason was uh, actually Rey Mysterio is a part. It's it's in the we'll talk about it later, but yeah, Rey Mysterio's out. As well as well as uh, Dana Brooke, who was in that match. Yeah, she's um, in quarantine. So technically, right? yeah. So um, I mean, Sasha Banks was already in it. She was a part of it, but mm-hmm. I don't think they've updated it on their website yet to take Dana Brooke out. But yeah, she's self quarantining as well as Rey Mysterio. So mm. they are both out. So that's three down out of WrestleMania, eight days away. Oh, I mean that that's I mean that's another reason why you just had to like they had to like go ahead and just record. It. I don't know when they're actually recording it or if they've already recorded it, but I mean they have to like start cranking it out as quickly as possible because this is what you're dealing with. You're going to start dealing with superstars quarantining or, you know, things being on lockdown and you you can't risk your talent getting sick and that sort of thing because I mean it could literally devastate the show. If I had to quarantine with somebody, Dana Brooke would be pretty high up on that list mm. i have to say yeah. uh, I, don't know, I don't know who i, w- I would maybe I, w- I might quarantine with otis oh man <laughs> uh, i think yeah. o- i think otis would be a fun a fun quarantine buddy um maybe maybe seth rollins <laughs> if we're talking about just like straight up like you know like tingle factor but uh, if i just wanted to like if i just wanted to have some fun and like you know hang out and have a good time i think i would quarantine myself with otis what about you marco who are you quarantining with Oh man, I don't even know. This is so much to choose from. Um, it would be probably cool to quarantine with. I probably Sasha Banks. I think she'd be cool to to quarantine with. I think. Yeah, she likes to play video games, and you know, yeah. she's gonna cry a lot though. Too. She's gonna cry. She does cry a lot. <laughs> she, but, um, she is gonna cry. Don't yeah. beat her. Those you're, video but you're games. used to that, Marco. Yeah, you're used to that. You have three kids. Like, yeah. what's, what's one more person crying? And her cousin Snoop Dogg. So I mean, yeah, yeah that's a plus. She, loves Eddie, Snoop Dogg. she loves Eddie Guerrero. Mm-hmm. And she does let it. We can watch Eddie Guerrero matches quarantine. It'd be great. Uh, no mo- moving on to Raw, we had a new uh, camera set up for Raw, um, and uh, I like it a lot. I'm surprised none of the other wrestling companies have done this. It looks really good. Raw is oh the first God. first one to do it, so uh, props to Raw for being kind of the, the trendsetter there, and then AEW <laughs> copied off of them a couple nights later. <laughs> Oh my but, God, uh, Phil! You 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 never you've never failed to amaze me with your pot stirring abilities, <laughs> right? Um, no, but it, it was a, it was a good move. AEW set it up well, and they and they probably saw what Raw looked like a couple weeks ago and said, "Oh, this looks like shit." You know, we can't show yeah. all these empty seats. I don't think Raw even had the the seats. I mean, no NXT didn't the other night last night. Uh, didn't even have the chair set up. You know, it was just kind yeah. Of, it looked it looked a lot better even on Raw. Yeah. Like you you couldn't see the seats. I think just having like changing everything up, putting additional lighting, making it look a little more produced, um, really brought it up a notch. Even as crazy as things look with no audience, I think it was a, definitely a good move. And having it on the hard cam facing yeah. the ramp, especially with that, uh, they have like the the above like titantron like the the hanging like yeah over the ring like use that more often and just pan up to that when someone's mm-hmm. in the ring doing their intro like it's a pretty cool look something different so yeah uh raw look a lot better there uh we saw randy orton accept uh the match with edge which you know i feel like that's that's been happening i'm ready they i think i'm just just now ready for this to be over which is you know it's good we only have another week left uh it it wasn't milked out for months and months and months it was a good build from from royal rumble to mania so 
They did good with yeah, that. Yeah, Orton's doing the best mic work of his career right now since his storyline with Edge started. I mean, it's just been like spot on. I've loved it. And I mean, Edge is obviously really great too. But um, yeah, I'm ready to see this match come to fruition. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be amazing. I'm, it's, I'm, it's unfortunate, like I said, that this match isn't happening in front of like, you know, thousands of people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. This would have been a, a show stealer for sure. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure it'll still be an entertaining match. I don't know what you can do at WrestleMania to make, I, I think just, you just need something. I don't know. If, I don't want to pipe in crowd noise. That would be lame, but I mean, just just WrestleMania without any kind of like you just get so much from the crowd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, adds I mean, so they, much they, to the they show. They might, if it's pre-recorded, they might actually like pipe in like you know, like a sitcom has a laugh track. They might actually <laughs> like you know, pipe in like you know, people chanting and being like you know, fight forever. <laughs> so I mean, they have enough audio from like previous pay-per-views and Raws and stuff that they could literally, yeah, you know, Put, like a um, shitty CM Punk chant in there. Yeah, totally. I, I could I could absolutely see that happening because, like you said, it's just not going to be the same zhuzh as it would with actual crowd noise. You know, it's just going to be like you're just going to hear like this splashing of the mat, and it's going to be awkward. Uh, true, very true. That's uh, an odd world we live in, but uh, that's you know, they're dealing with what they got. Uh, Marco, do you think? We're gonna get. I mean, after WrestleMania, are they gonna take a break here and just just let things simmer off and just show clips, you know, clip shows for the next couple months to get through all this? Are they gonna just keep? I mean, just keep going business as usual. What do, what do you think is gonna happen here? Because they could wrap up all these storylines pretty nicely, take a nice little break, and you know, show clips, uh, you know, highlights mm-hmm. of of past wrestlers. What 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 do you think happens here? Um, I mean, they did that with uh, NXT. And, uh, I mean, if you've watched WWE and you're like a hardcore fan, you've seen all the stuff that they're going to show in clip shows. So it could kind of get boring too, but it would be good for like the newer viewers to do that type of stuff. So I can see them doing that, but not like entirely doing it. I see it as like a, they'll probably do a mix of like live stuff and clip shows, um, on air. Cause I don't think, I don't see them stopping anytime soon. Maybe I don't think you'll you probably won't see like another pay-per-view until like SummerSlam. I'm assuming I could be wrong, um, but uh, they, they could move things up. Um, it's looking like uh, for a lot of places, it's looking, it's looking like July is like the, the reopening of the country as opposed to April 12th. Um, but if it does happen April 12th, great. Um, but in like other news, there's like a lot of things with, like WWE that's going on. Like, you know, Vince McMahon actually like sold some of his like, stocks again and the company did you hear about that at all or i read a lot of like the business stuff on wwe and this vince mcmahon did yeah again they won't they won't go through to like another like four or five years but um yeah he's a a lot of a lot of companies now are doing like a lot of people that have like stocks in different companies they're all pulling back obviously if you watch the news you see that you see that a lot like big companies now there's a lot of people pulling their money out of stuff so that might be a telltale sign as well um I'll look into that. Like their like their next pay, big pay per view is SummerSlam, um, and yeah. I I'm guessing you might not see like another pay per view until SummerSlam. Yeah, it just might be like little special episodes on like Sundays. They might do like a special airing of, you know, like they've been doing ESPN replay the WrestleManias or replay a certain pay per view on other networks or on the network. That's what I see anyway in the foreseeable future after this. I don't think they can continue on with 
doing like pre-recorded pay-per-views and all that stuff. It's, I don't know, unless this is a su- successful and it actually works. But other than that, I don't see it happening. Yeah, I think it's the only way it happens is if Vince is forced to shut things down. If you know things get worse and worse and worse, and they're, you know, maybe a couple wrestlers end up contracting the virus, they'll shut things down. But if not, I think I think they're gonna they're gonna just do the best they can and keep the product rolling. But I wouldn't mind seeing like you know one week we see a bunch of Eddie Guerrero matches. We see next week we see the best of Stone Cold. The next week we see the best of Kurt Angle. Whatever you know, it'd be it'd be a nice little break and just let them reset all the storylines get everybody healthy um you know obviously we would miss wrestling because that's really the only thing to watch nowadays except for tiger king or whatever it's called uh what 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 did we see from aj's boneyard i I didn't see all of raw so you have to walk me through this what what was uh was that kind of more like a contract signing type of thing with aj accepting the boneyard the boneyard match I uh, know he challenged. Um, oh, he, he, he challenged came, Undertaker he to a boneyard, boneyard match. Wow. Yeah, and they didn't explain what it was, so no one has any clue what a boneyard match is. But yeah, even commentary said, you know, like I guess we'll find out what a boneyard match is at WrestleMania. Yeah, it's it's going to be like more of like a theatrical thing. Um, just some things I've been like reading online is like it, a lot of the matches are going to use. It's going to be like big production type of thing. So like the Fiend and John Cena, for instance, this is going to be like more of like a almost like a movie type of match, which is going to be pretty cool to see. Like, so I think the boneyard match will probably be very similar, similar mm-hmm. um, in that sense. What is a boneyard? What I, I just keep thinking of a cemetery, but that's not the same yeah, thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I mean, I think a, in my opinion, I think a boneyard is like an unmarked cemetery. Like it would be like a, uh, yeah. a cemetery that's not like sanctioned. Right, oh, like an it's unsan- just like an unsanctioned an match. An un- it's an unsanctioned yeah. cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> an unsanctioned cemetery match. No, that's that's not a good name for it. Boneyard match. Yeah, bo- <laughs> boneyard match. Um, that's uh, it. Just sounds better than a cemetery match. You know what I mean? Like you know, yeah, I you think can... I think boneyard just has a different you know oomph to it. Sounds cooler. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think you could do something cool with this and just make it like. Uh, you know, totally out of the movies, like have him with the fog and, you know, tombstones everywhere and he can't find the undertaker. And it'd be more like, it's not really going to be a match. I think he's just going to end up like burying AJ Styles or something, but uh, it'll be a good yeah, way. That's, that's how I Im- imagine it is like headstones and like empty, like, you know, getting thrown into empty holes, you know, like old school taker matches, um, you know, like a buried alive match. That's kind of what I'm, what I'm envisioning in my mind. Speaking of getting thrown into empty holes, um, oh, uh, I don't have a I don't have a segue for that. Uh, we we saw uh, Becky Lynch make her uh, make her return, get some revenge yeah. against yeah. Uh, Shayna Shayna gave a good promo. Yeah. Um, I thought she did really good. Who was she up there with Charlie? Um, I think she was up there with Charlie. Yeah. Um, and she did. Uh, she cut a really nice promo. She's really good on the mic. I don't know. She's very just believable as like a badass bully. She's gotten better um, for sure. Yeah, she's gotten better. And so, like, everything was kind of blacked out, which was nice. Like, they just had the spotlight on the ring, so you couldn't see anything in the background. And then Becky comes up with the chair and just, like, smashes her, which, again, just feels so strange with the absence of the, you know, (gasps) or the cheers or whatever, you know. So um, it was very awkward. She, like, smashed her, like, one time with the chair and then just, like, rolled out of the ring and her music hit and she walked away. Um, so that's how that you know that's how she got her got her revenge from getting her you know neck eaten. 
I'm excited about that match. I think those two will go mm-hmm. uh, go pretty well. Uh, I don't think they've announced the, the lineups for these cards. I don't think they will. They, I think they're going to give us like the matches, but they're not going to tell us like what order they're going to be in. What What would you cap off of both of these nights with? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, I was going to, I mean, you would think like Reigns Goldberg would be one of them. And then obviously, uh, I don't know. Fiend Cena. I think you can you can now do Edge, the Edge match as as a main event here because now that you don't have that Goldberg match, it's a perfect excuse to to put that like you know second to last or middle of the card or something because no one's going to care about that match now. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do there. Another another great promo from Rollins. I guess we're going to see him versus uh, KO at WrestleMania. Yeah, me and. Marco, we're talking about this before we started recording. Like, I just, I loved everything about this promo. I love everything about Rollins' heel work right now. It's like a different, he's a different heel than he was when he was with, like, JJ Security and when he was Mr. Money in the Bank and the Architect. Like, this, like, his cadence is different. Like, his types of promos are different. Just, like, admitting that he's, like, you know, the best and he he built NXT, like all, all the people in NXT owe him because, you know, he basically like blazed the path. Like, I just loved everything about that promo. He looked amazing. Um, and I mean, everything he said was true. You know, he said he, he basically called out Kevin Owens and like, you know, how many WrestleMania moments do you have? Zero. And he said, you know, you couldn't beat me on my worst day. And WrestleMania is never my worst day. And I was telling Marco, like, like, out of all the people in the decade, he's got like one of the best mania records in the entire decade, like behind Undertaker. I mean, he's six and one at Mania. And he would be seven and one, which would be tied with the Undertaker. Um, but he was missing at WrestleMania thirty two, you know? Yep, that was uh the one uh glaring weakness in his schedule there. But yeah, six and one is nothing to nothing to sneeze at and uh no, the one the one match he lost against Randy Orton won was like you know he produced one of the that best night. RKOs of all time. Yeah, he left the freaking building with the heavyweight championship. So yeah. I mean, you yep. know, even though he lost his match, he still won the night. So I mean, that one is like not even really relevant. You know what I mean? It's pretty cool. They had they re- they aired WrestleMania 30 on ESPN the other night, and they got the highest rating of the entire weekend for WrestleMania oh, wow. for, for ESPN. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else on, but still, I mean, it was cool. They only announced it like a couple days before and it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was a WrestleMania. Th- it was a great WrestleMania. It's one of my favorite WrestleManias ever. Um, so, uh, hopefully they end up doing more with ESPN now with all of, you know, this is a good time for them to start doing stuff like that. I'm sure ESPN is dying for any kind of content. They Something. can get, you know, yeah. um, just, just real quickly, real quickly between NXT and AEW last night, very uneventful night of NXT as far as matches go. I watched this was the one of the first nights I've watched uh, strictly NXT. I mean, I flipped back and forth to AEW during commercials, but it was mostly NXT for me. Super yes. boring. Super boring. I mean, it it, it was just squ- yeah. squash matches. There was nothing. Uh, we we saw a promo from uh, Keith Lee. Uh, we did get at the end of the show. We got a nice Gargano Champa. Um, interaction. It sounds like in two weeks they're going to fight in some sort of empty arena match, and uh, and then we did wow, see. Wow, that's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, right? They're all empty arena matches right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'll, I'll, uh, Triple H was like, I'll find an empty arena, and I was like, Oh, it's not yeah. going to be too you're hard stand, right now. Every arena yeah, in the world is empty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we did see the debut of a new tag team managed by uh, Malcolm Bivens 
They look like uh, the Head Shrinkers 2.0. They didn't say their names. Um, yeah. But uh, they look like kind of like a Samoan type of – I think they were like Indian or something. I don't know what they were, but they looked uh, pretty uh, pretty cool. And then uh, Killer Cross had a little uh, vignette interrupting Gargano and Ciampa. So I don't know how he's going to play into that match or that feud, but uh, – yeah, pretty cool. I mean, he's a guy I've heard a lot about. I'm excited to see how his character is going to be brought into NXT, and uh, he had a cool, almost like a Bray Wyatt type of uh, vignette. I don't know if you guys saw it. Yeah, no, I seen it. Um, yeah, it's like a, it, was, it looked like the Ring video almost. If you ever seen the movie The Ring, um, they had like a lot of like kind of like gory stuff in it, which is pretty awesome. Um, also, the return of Io Shirai that happened oh, last night yeah. as well, um, only because um, I'm laying there. Uh, me and my son are laying down. We're watching it because he like watches like the first like like all like maybe like the last half hour of it. So um, <laughs> she comes out and he's like he's like oh who's that? And I'm like oh it's Io Shirai. He goes you gonna buy her at Target? <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I'm like uh, I'm like no nah, I don't think she's there yet. Well it, it, maybe in a, maybe in a year or so a few years she'll be <laughs> <laughs> she'll be at Target. He knows what's up. <laughs> I was like, oh, trained. He's his brain is trained already. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it sounds like that's that's going to be a blow off. Like the Gargano Champa thing is going to be like this is like the the end of the story. Um, which I, I don't know if that's going to be true because it's such a great you know those two are just true magic but in it's, the ring. It's just hard. It's a hard time right now because you don't have anything that you're really building to. You know, I mean, you don't have any at this point. Everything is so unknown that you don't have any takeovers that you're building toward or, you know, big shows. It's like you just you don't know what's going to happen. So it's really hard to like, you know, really like uh, map out these storylines long term because it's like we don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, so it's better just to go ahead and put a bow on it and then you can revisit it maybe at a later time. But Yeah. yeah, go ahead and go ahead and just like, you know, tie it up and then, you know, we'll see how everything how everything pans out. I was hoping to see those guys wrestle on a, uh, on a WrestleMania or on a SummerSlam, and we and that could still happen, you know, down the road at some point. So uh, we will see. So AW, I did not get to see much of that. Marco, you are official AW correspondent. Um, I did see a new youngster uh, make his debut at the end of the show, though, or is uh, not his debut. He was on there last week, but a uh, young Matt Hardy. Yeah, young uh, Matt. Yeah. Wow, up and yeah. up and comer. I've been hearing a lot about him. Yeah, he's yeah, pretty. Uh, he's pretty new. He's pretty green, but uh, you know, he's gonna be. <laughs> he's gonna be fun to watch. And uh, you know, they're just really pushing all this young talent. That's why I'm really, people really <laughs> love an AEW, and it's more of a sports feel. Sheena, that's what they're. Uh, telling us it is that's, you know that's what i've heard i kind of i kind of feel i feel it i feel yeah. it feels a little sport, it feels a little sporty to me yeah and sports yeah. all the time in sports they uh teleport around arenas that yeah. happens all the time in sports i've seen so, that uh, i yeah. see lebron do that yeah and there's always dinosaurs and uh aliens in sports so <laughs> that's been good don't forget drones. Dr- drones. <laughs> yeah, drones uh we did see uh, uh Brody lee make his uh in-ring debut yep right that was how was that uh, it wasn't bad. Um, he, had, he, had a, he had a pretty cool uh, video before it. It was a uh, he was at he was because he's the head of the Dark Order. So they did some like video where he's at dinner with the other two guys. I can't think of their names right now. The other two guys that wear the masks and they're sitting and they they can't eat dinner unless he eats unless he finishes his plate. So they're just sitting there listening to him talk the whole time. And one of them like gets ready to eat. He kicks him out. Then the other one sneezes. 
and he and he was disgusted by him, so he kicked him out. So that was very entertaining, and it wasn't wow. entertaining at all. Um, but the entertaining thing was, like I was telling Sheena before our our audio gold that we were doing before the podcast was Chris Jericho again proved that he's the greatest of all time by having a promo with Vanguard One. Did you see this, Phil? I did not. I did not see that. The drone. No. The drone Vanguard One. He tried to get Vanguard One into the inner circle. He oh wow! Trying to recruit group. him? Yeah, he, yeah, he tried to recruit him. He said he'll get him all the women, all those, all those drone IG models. He'll get them if he wants. He'll, uh, he'll get him the money, all that stuff. Drone models? He and, said. Uh, drone yeah, drone models. models yes. Oh. He, so uh, Vanguard One obviously is is with Matt Hardy through and through, and started to veer off. And then Jericho proceeded to call Vanguard One a piece of shit. It was hilarious. Wow. <laughs> if they it's have two, dr- if they have two drones, have sex on AEW. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch AEW. <laughs> that'll be, that'll be. It. I'll never talk shit about AEW ever again. He's like, we gonna get you on that Mavic piece. Yeah, and still, yeah, and, he, and the fans are still banned from any AEW shows. Poor order of the Go Chris Jericho. By the way, wow. he actually he mentioned that as well. Again. Yeah, I love that. Uh, they delayed Blood and Guts, which was going to be kind of like their war games, which which makes sense that you can't really have eight people or whatever it was, ten people in the ring at one time when you can only have ten people in one place at one time. So it was a good play. And of course, people were complaining that delayed uh, this show, but I mean, it's, it just doesn't make sense. So it looks yeah. like we're going to get it. It's a it's a global crisis, people. This is not <laughs> this is not just your average everyday, you know shit's going on like literally the world is coming apart at the seams and we all need to be respectful of that yeah i saw a woman buying like flowers at the grocery store today like come on lady what are you doing get out of my way buying flowers oh my god maybe she wanted to make herself feel better she's like trapped in her probably little dark dank apartment and she just wanted a little bit of freaking life in there phil give her a break if i if i didn't have these two kids i go buy myself some damn flowers okay okay uh we did see uh kenny omega (laughs) Versus Sammy Guevara for the uh, prestigious AAA Mega Championship, which I had no idea that Kenny Omega held. I didn't know anything about. He's never worn this belt ever on TV. Um, it was a pretty good match, though. I did I did watch that because it was during a pretty boring part of NXT. So uh, yeah, that was good. Um, but I don't know. Any, I mean, I know AAA is a you know, lucha, uh, a Mexican company. But uh, I didn't know he was a champion of that company. I didn't. They never talk about it. It's pretty pretty random. All right, no thoughts on that from anybody. Cool. Yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I believe right. he beat. Actually, I think he beat Ray Phoenix for it. If I'm not mistaken, but I'm gonna look that up. Was Co- was Cody on commentary the whole night? Was that him? Yes, he was. Um, he was pretty good. I'm assume, yeah, I'm assuming because Jim Ross. Probably also has yeah. underlying medical issues, so he cannot be anywhere near it's all the barbecue anybody mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Tony Schiavone is pretty old too. He was there. Excalibur wasn't there. It was Tony Schiavone and uh, Cody, and Cody did really well on on commentary. Yeah. I enjoyed him. I didn't. I didn't know who it was. I kind of could place the voice, but I was like, "Is that is that Cody?" And he would say something. I was like, "No, nah, that's not Cody," because um, he was kind of he wasn't talking like he was a wrestler. He was kind of talking. Uh, in the third person, so uh, it was good stuff. So yeah, EW just kind of running back some things. Um, I don't know when their next show is going to be. I'm sure they don't either. But uh, 
you know, their their live show is a little more exciting because, you know, they still have some big names, whereas NXT is just kind of, you know, all the all the matches were just basically squash matches, nothing yeah. nothing really big to report on anything that happened in NXT and AEW. Uh, we can go outside the squared circle now if you guys want to. You get ready to go outside? Let's go outside. I'm ready for some fresh air. Biggest, <laughs> biggest news uh, of this week was the premiere episode of season two of The Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, featuring the one and only Chris Benoit, and uh, a lot of uh, yeah. strong, mm. strong opinions from people on this episode. First off, I got I want to go around the table and, and get your thoughts. I thought it was a, a well done, really good uh, two hour episode. What did you guys think? Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was incredible. It definitely brought to light. I think it brought to light everything that happened um, in a very respectful way, in a very just kind of like matter of fact way and it didn't really try to um I don't I don't think it tried to vilify Chris Benoit even though you know obviously like he deserves all the vilification you know for what he did but I think it was really just presenting like the facts of what happened um and I thought like everybody that was on there like Chavo and Vicky and um Dean Malenko and even his son David is his name right David yep Yep. Yep. Yeah. I thought everybody's interviews were really good. And Sandra, Nancy's sister, um, I just thought everything was just awesome. Chris Jericho, I mean, obviously he he just delivers everything in such a way that is just like it makes you just, you know, it's just captivating. Yeah, I uh, we talked about it in our group chat quite a bit. Uh, the part that rang rang the hardest for me was at the end they're interviewing uh, Nancy's sister and and Chris Benoit's son. And, you know, the, you, you don't think about it, but, I mean, the, both of them have probably been blackballed since this all happened, especially Chris Benoit's son. When I, when I look at him, I just get, I don't know, I just, I don't get mad, but I just get, like, he's almost like, I feel like, how dare you defend your dad uh, who did such a terrible thing. But, you know, as everyone said in that show, between Chavo and Chris Jericho, I mean, this was a good guy who, you know, had no signs of anything happening, did a terrible, terrible thing. Um, yeah, but, uh, you know, it, it sounded like it was, it was so out of left field and, and caught, you know, the people that are close to him totally by surprise, you know, not making it right at all. But, um, you know, his son, his son, I'm sure is, he looks just like him. I mean, God, he looks exactly yeah. like his dad. Uh, I'm sure he's had to suffer through a lot of things and I mean, his family's gone now. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what he's done to survive this long and, and kind of be a thriving person, but props to him. Uh, he was on our friend uh, Chris Van Fleet's uh, podcast a, about a month or two ago, and it was a good interview. But uh, yeah, I mean, they yeah, went for- it was a really, it was a really hard watch. I mean, there was definitely parts. I mean, I, obviously, I've known about this since it happened, and I mean, I've read you know tons of articles and stuff about it over the years, and seen news stories and clips and stuff. But watching it all put together like that in such a way, it was still very emotional. Like even like the Eddie stuff was like very emotional, like seeing Vicky get really emotional about it and watching Chris, Chris's promo, like the night that it happened and everything or his little um, tribute. Um, And then obviously everything that happened after Chris Benoit did what he did. um, And then seeing his son kind of like recall like that being the darkest time of his life. And like you said, I mean, it's hard to understand how somebody could say, you know, that's my hero. But at the same time, like, I don't, I don't fault him for that. I mean, that, I mean, I cannot imagine what that kid's been through emotionally and just the, the trauma that him and, you know, I mean, 
everybody that's related to Chris Benoit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody, yeah, that, yeah. you know, like it, it's just kind of, like you said, they just kind of like became blacklisted. Like you can't even say like even Jericho said it on the on the show. You know, you can't even say the Benoit name without it just having this like haunting stigma behind it, you know, and it's really the most unfortunate for Nancy Benoit because like they like they talked about in the documentary, like it's she was such a trailblazer and such a, you know, played such a vital role for so many years. And really now the only thing that she is remembered by is, you know, getting murdered by her husband. And, you know, and it was just it was really it was really tough to watch. And, and and Jericho was kind of annoying uh, throughout the whole thing a little bit, but he had some really good points, and, and one of them was basically like you know Chris Benoit, he only he cared about wrestling more than anything in the world, and for him to to have done what he did, and and now him being kind of his his memories and his legacy swept away and just erased would would have been the thing that would just hurt him the most. Like if he would have known, that's what have come of all of this you know who knows what he would have done but uh it was a, a good look into cte and we had a good look into uh, eddie guerrero a little bit i mean had a good you know a little bit of everything so wasn't wasn't the most uplifting show to watch if you're uh if you're depressed <laughs> from being stuck yeah. inside uh 24 hours yeah. a day but um it was definitely entertaining and uh i'm excited about this season of uh dark side of the ring um i'm sure we have i think we have new jack next week which i don't know too too much about i didn't watch too much uh, ECW growing up. Oh so, boy! Um, yeah, I, I, watched, I would. I would. I would watch it if I were you. you know, oh no, I'm, go, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, I just. <laughs> I, I was never allowed to watch as a kid. I was like, uh, you know, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen when uh, ECW was kind of in its heyday, and uh, I think I my mom, my mom let me order one pay per view, and um, she sat there for like a minute, and it was just f bomb city, and she was like, okay, this is <laughs> no, we're not watching this. Uh, you know, but uh, I would definitely. I know there's a ton of great stories, and he's definitely an interesting character. So, I will be checking that out for sure. Yeah, and the way that Vice puts this show together is just so amazing. Like, I love like the little like the reenactments. Like, I mean, I'm sure people probably could say you know that they're kind of cheesy, but I just think the way that they the do they do it and the storytelling and like kind of the mood that they set. You know, not just for the Chris Benoit um, episodes, but like for the whole you know season one and everything. They yeah. just really they just really do a good job of like setting the tone for what they're trying to convey. Well, they also don't have like an overriding uh, narrator uh, throughout the show. It's basically uh, the, the everyone they interview is just kind of piecing the story together and telling it right i mean i could be wrong mm-hmm. but i think i don't remember there being like a, a narrator i mean they would show you know clips and, and uh 911 calls and then you would have jericho or vicky guerrero or chavo or you know Cornette and all these people kind of chiming in and talking which is you know those are the people that you want to hear from because they're the people that actually were there and, and know the whole story so uh interesting stuff as depressing as it may be uh, we talked about WrestleMania being pre-taped. Uh, we didn't talk about NXT TakeOver matches are now going to be on regular NXT programming, I'm assuming, uh, I guess, next week because next week would have been you – know, a week from Friday would have been uh, TakeOver, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's going to be on next week and then even the even after WrestleMania, they're doing matches as well from, from NXT TakeOver, so – um, I, I'm I'm thinking they're gonna do that a lot. So like, if they're not gonna do pay per views, they get you're gonna see a lot of like big matches on like regular shows like Raw, SmackDown, hopefully, and NXT. That's what that that would be my guess. There's a lot of the big big matches you would see on those pay per views are gonna be spread amongst the shows, which would be smart because obviously ratings 
matter. Of course. And um, yeah. if they do that, that that draws more eyeballs to the product. Uh, do you guys are you familiar with Killer Cross at all? Have you seen any of his wrestling? I've never seen him wrestle before. I have not. No, okay. I've I've heard yeah. of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, not familiar. No. Right, I want to do some some homework because I've heard nothing but good things. I heard he's a great promo. I heard he's awesome in the ring. He's a good look, obviously. So um, I'm interested to see what he's going to bring to NXT because need some more heels. I feel like I don't know. Um, Gargano doesn't come over come off as a as a heel to me. He's just too like he. I feel like he's the underdog, perfect Daniel Bryan type character. You know, yeah. As much as he tries yeah. to be a heel, I think they should. Now they're trying to flip things over a little bit and chomp us the face here, but uh, I like it the other way around. But uh, I'm not in charge of WWE, so um, that's about it for outside of the squared circle. Should we get into our go figure segment? Yeah, let's, let's do go. it. Let's do it. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Money, money, It's that time of the show. A lot of stores are closed down, but Walmart and Target aren't. Don't let some virus bully you around. It's our Go Figure segment. This is brought to us in part, brought to you in part, by our good, good friends at Ringside Collectibles. You can hit them up, wrestlingfigures.com. And get 10% off of your order if you use code Chick Foley at checkout. Uh, we highly recommend it. They are taking orders still. Their warehouse is shut down temporarily. They are still taking orders. Uh, if you place orders with them, uh, they will be honored and and, re- and fulfilled once they get things back up and running. You know, we hear so much about Ringside Collectible Sheena, but they are a they're they're a small business. They're you know they're they're not a huge global corporation, so they. Definitely would need our help. They're an awesome uh, sponsor of ours, so uh, definitely keep buying from them as uh, all this is going on. Yeah, and that you know that's one cool thing about a lot of like the smaller businesses that are temporarily out of you know out of their warehouses, out of their offices and stuff, is that they're still allowing the orders to come through, which is really nice. Um, and it's basically just you reserving your thing, but they can go ahead and still utilize the funds that you're giving them that you would have given them anyway. Um, you know, to go ahead and keep things keep things afloat because it's going to be tough times for a lot of small businesses. And you know, like like Phil said, they have a huge presence. Like Ringside has a huge presence, but they still are a small operation. Same with pro wrestling tees and same with chalk line, like all these people that we're talking about, like these are small little operations. If you've ever seen the pro wrestling tees documentary, you see like it's a little, it's a little mom and pop shop. You would never know that they produce like the thousands of t-shirts that they, that they like freaking crank out. But, um, it's a little, like, like I said, mom and pop operation. So all these people that are, you know, our sponsors on the show, make sure that you are spending your dollars wisely and, and giving them to, to these smaller folks, uh, during these tough times because it's hard times baby all right who wants to go first i know it's been uh been slim pickings out there it's actually been uh pretty good for me as far as uh finding figures wise because nobody is wants to go out to stores because they're afraid of dying uh so uh <laughs> as they should be yeah, yeah that's true yeah that's I mean. yeah it's a, it's a definitely a uh it's it's definitely a, a real concern but i i'll go ahead and start i only got one figure this week i believe i think i went ahead and talked about yeah last week i talked about my wrestling for sale pickup um and so this week i got peyton royce from at virtual suplex uh you know good good brother on there he sent me uh peyton royce i told him just to send it loose so that was a killer find because she's been she's been really hard to pick up i know phil you you found a couple today as well didn't you 
I did. I did the other day. Yeah, I found. Oh, uh, the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I found a. Co- I just. I was like, oh, let me let me hit up Walmart real quick before I go to work. And I, I jumped on our Facebook page and I did a live video. Like, oh, I never find anything at this Walmart. Let me just do a quick live video. And there was two Peyton Royces just sitting on the shelf, and I uh, I flipped out. I uh, I did one to our buddy Martin Morrow, uh, who's one of our Patreon subscribers, and then I I put another one onto our Facebook page and said, hey. I did a live video and said, the first person to uh, show me a picture of yourself with a Kurt Angle figure uh, gets to purchase this beautiful Peyton Royce figure. And our buddy uh, Chad uh, was the first one to uh, do that. And he was uh, quick on the draw there. So Chad uh, Roberts, he was uh, he, he's the lucky uh, purchaser of that Peyton Royce so thank you Chad for that and then at the next store I was like oh, let me go to Target now I'm feeling pretty kind of feeling kind of frisky feeling kind of frisky here uh, I found a Jim the Anvil Nightheart um, so I actually hooked up one of my uh, local guys who's actually also a Patreon subscriber and uh, Lawrence Soto uh, I actually already owed him a, a figure that I had had not given to him a uh, actually no 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 I found him a hurricane my, I apologize I found him a hurricane figure uh, the Jim the Anvil Nightheart was for myself, so uh, I apologize. But I found him a Hurricane at Target, and I had already owed him a uh, Brock Lesnar figure that I had found him like a couple weeks before. So I, I met up with him the other day. It was good to meet him face to face. A good listener of our program. So uh, uh, that was it. And the, the Jim the Anvil Nightheart was for me. So I have that now, loose and MOC. Uh, Le- Sheena, I decided to go all in now that there's nothing really to buy. I'm going all in on the Ultimate Editions. I uh, already had the Bret Hart. Uh, so if you don't know, Target right now has a 25% off one toy. If you're a member of the Target Circle, I think it's called, Target Circle yeah. or something. Uh, so yeah. you just have to download the app and uh, sign up for Circle. It takes like three seconds, and you get 25% off. Um, so I took it up to the counter, and uh, I was like, hey, I want both of these. I, I have... You know, here's here's a picture of the of the coupon, and the girl just looked at me confused, and I just kept showing it to her, and she just mainly gave me twenty five percent off of both uh, a Finn Balor Ultimate Edition and a Triple H Ultimate Edition, so that saved me like a good seven or eight bucks on each of those. Um, nice, yeah. I was trying to use that coupon today. As a matter of fact, I was trying to get the babyface a slide, and I was like, "There's no coupon code here," but it's like. It didn't apply it to my purchase. And I'm like, well, is a slide not considered a toy? Is that not like a, is that not in the toy category? Because, yeah, my, my Target coupon was not working for me, but I'm not going to the store. I was going to say, I, mean, I was going to do, no, I was not going to the store. I was going to just like order it through my, through my app um, and then have them, you know, do drive up, pick up or whatever. But I couldn't get my, my 25% off applied to, to my slide. Target so. app. The Target app is awful. I mean, there's not, if you go to search like, elite figures on the target app there's nothing on there but i mean so i mean it's it's crazy right now with everything going on they they aren't like they're almost like forcing people to go into the store i mean not forcing people but if you want to use this 25 percent off i think you have to like show it they have to scan a little mm-hmm. barcode at the, at the register uh, which is insane but uh i then uh so the, the girl didn't even she just manually did it so i did she didn't even scan my target app so i went in and found the gym naval nightheart and and showed her the app and then I got 25% off of that. So I got 25% off of three figures this week. So you have a nice little pretty penny. Um, and, and the money that I, I uh, received from the guys for those Peyton Royces, I went on to uh, Wrestling Figure Shop 
uh, which is another uh, wrestling website, and I purchased the uh, Brock Lesnar Ultimate Edition and the Shawn Michaels Ultimate Edition. Um, they, nice. They are delivering. They and actually, I bought it a couple of days ago. It'll be here tomorrow. So, uh, making some good headway. I think I'm going to wait for uh, Ringside Collectibles to open back up and get the uh, the Ronda Ultimate and the Nakamura because they're like they're like fourteen or fifteen bucks on there. They're super cheap. Um, I'm, my goal was really just to not have to pay full price for any of these Ultimate Editions because uh you know it's it's nice to save a little bit of money here and i'm not like totally torn to like you know i don't need them right the second uh there's no real rush for me so uh i picked those up um and that target that target thing is good until the 28th so recording here on the 26th on thursday so friday or saturday if you go into the store you can get that 25 percent off of any any toy i think it is except for like legos or bar it says it in like a couple different things there so uh, pretty good, pretty good uh, fake finding for me uh, over the last couple days. Uh, what did I find? I found something today, didn't I? Did I find something today? I don't know. All the, all I don't know. I have not. I have not been on the book of faces too much today. Oh, I found another Jim the Anvil Nightheart today, and I uh, I jumped on the Facebook page and I said, if you can, you can post a picture of um, any uh, member of the Heart Foundation loose. Uh, I will uh, sell this Jim Naval Nightheart to you. And our buddy Bob Ziegler uh, posted a picture, and uh, he is going to get that sent to him. So uh, it's been pretty fun. It's like everybody wants these figures, so I'm trying to think of some creative ways of who to who to give it to. I just don't want to just pick someone randomly. So hey, the first person quick on the draw uh, is going to get them. So uh, did so, yeah. Bob post a picture of the British Bulldog? He actually posted a picture of a, I think it was a Jax Owen Hart with like the caution the caution outfit. Mm, okay. Uh, which okay. I yeah I didn't even think of uh, I was naming off people and I was like there hasn't been any Owen Hart figures but I forget there was wrestlers uh, before uh, Mattel started making uh, figures so um, yeah so that was pretty cool so uh, yeah all of those have been spoken for there's been some pictures on on the Major Brothers uh, Facebook page and on Instagram of people going to Walmart's and there's like seven or eight Peyton Roy- Royces uh, I guess now it's like they're finally shipping all those out and they're just like, I think they're like two per case now. So they were super hard to find for a while, but I think this week they're finally just landing everywhere. Uh, so, I know. That's why we tell people to be patient. Yeah, like be patient. don't go on there. Yeah. Don't go on there and support the freaking $200 scalpers. Like that's just not, you're, it's not worth it. It will show up. You know what they should do, Sheena? They should what? jump on to patreon.com slash Chick Foley show. One dollar per month gets you access to our Facebook group, gets you our show notes, emailed to you every single week, uh, access to our Discord chat during pay-per-views, uh, giveaways, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and Marco, you have a way for us to start watching uh, live shows and interacting with people here as we're in quarantine. Tell me how that's going to work because I'm uh, uh, I'm an idiot as far as technology goes. <laughs> Um, so there's a uh, cool um, uh, Chrome extension. So if you use a Chrome browser, um, as well, it's a, it's also an app on uh, iOS and Android. It's called House Party. Uh, so basically, it's a application where you can invite as many people as you want to. Basically, have a house party. Like you can chat with anybody. Um, they do have some integration with like Snapchat as well, because I know Snapchat has some kind of like like a group chat feature. Snapchat um, is still around. I didn't even know Snapchat was still yeah. a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. Um, and uh, Facebook, it has integration with Facebook. So if you were to like um, connect your Facebook to House Party, you would have a list of all your friends. So you can actually, if they don't have it, you can invite them to 
download the application or Chrome extension um, and add them to like a party. And basically what you do, since it's in a browser, you can watch stuff together. So you can like pretty much pull up like the network or pull up Netflix and just have a group of people all at the same time watching something. So if I'm so like, say uh, like, so if I pull it up on my computer and I'm watching, like I can start the chat and I can, everybody just sees what's on my screen basically. You, you can, you can share your screen, which is pretty cool. So you don't have to be on video. You can share your screen and everyone can watch it together. Well, not you, Phil, cool. because you're. I think you're still using Firefox, right? Yeah. No, no, or, I have Firefox. You use it Netscape. I'm Chrome <laughs> all the way, baby. I've always been Chrome <laughs> since day one. I thought you were using Netscape. Did you say you're using Netscape? No, I'm an Internet Explorer kind of guy. Okay. What about your mouse? Your mouse with a cord. I have a, well, I have a wireless that? mouse. I just. You guys don't use mouses. Is, is this really? Mouses? I, is that the plural? Is that the plural of mouse? Mice. Yeah, we had this conversation before. Nobody uses mice nowadays. How do you, how do you click on things? If you're, you, don't, you don't have a desktop. That's the thing. You have you have a you have a but you have a touch screen on your computer. You could just click on things with the touch screen. Yeah, yeah you just use your finger are to super touch. Super fat, Sheena. I can't. I can't just touch like, <laughs> sausage fingers. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah. So Patreon.com/slash Chick Foley Show. We're doing a lot of cool things during the uh, during these hard times, baby. But uh, we're, a ton of giveaways. All the figures that we have, uh, we are we are selling to people in our Patreon group. Uh, they're the people that are supporting us, and uh, especially you guys that are listening. No better time to sign up than now. It's a dollar per month, and I promise you, uh, you will uh, get your money's worth within the first 15 minutes of signing up. So check it out. And um, oh, actually, so my findings for uh, this week were... The, I found two PayPays, so two Payton's um, at Walmart, as well as uh, uh, Io, uh, Io Shirai, <laughs> Kyrie Sane. <laughs> See, that's not a stuck in my head. Jesus, that kid. Right. That was racist. This yeah, kid. Was yeah it was. jeez. Oh, Dang it. All right. Let's, uh, I, I didn't want to offend anyone, but I apologize. <laughs> anyway. Hey, uh, no, I'm joking. Uh, so, uh, and also Daniel Bryan uh, as well. So I still have an extra... Peyton. I'm not sure what I want to do with. Oh, obviously snap. I'm keeping it myself. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll see. TBD on that one. The other cool find was I hardly ever talk about this, but there's a local comic shop that actually it's two floors. One floor is a all comic books and books and all stuff. The second floor is all vintage toys. It's insane. What's the name of this? So place? I, it's called uh, Comically Speaking, oh, which wow. is a pretty cool name. Um, so like, pretty cool like a Michael to, Scott name that he would come up with. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I like it so much. Um, so I go down there one day and I'm like just looking around. I'm like, oh, good. They have like a little. They have a, a section with like um, all wrestling figures, it was, as well as like UFC figures and all that stuff. So I'm looking around. They have this like top shelf with bigger boxes of stuff. So they have like the three pack jacks and the stuff that people like sell to the comic shop and stuff. I walk across. Guess what I see? On the top shelf, it's not a Harley race. Don't even. Uh, okay. That definitely wasn't it. But um, it was a figure that I actually gave to you. Macho Man, Finding Moments. Yeah, the, oh, the Finding oh. Moments. Macho You've been looking for that too. Insane. So I was like, guess what? It's being grabbed. So <laughs> nice. I grabbed that. I actually did like a, a trade with them too, because because they do trades as well, so you don't have to like sell stuff for money. You can just like come with some figures, and be like, hey, what can I get for this? And, you do like a kind of like a barter system. Oh, I would so love actually that. Grab that oh so, so yeah, no, like he's the guy's actually really cool. The the owner of the shop and the guy that works actually at the desk are pretty awesome. But yeah, so um, I actually they're 
cell connection is super horrible down there. So one day I go in there, I'm gonna try to do like a live video so you can see like the whole section. They have like they have old they have Hasbro's, they have like like I said, Jack's figures, they have BC they, they have everything. Literally anything you can think of. So if anyone likes to see like old vintage figures or wants to buy some, I could definitely throw that up in the uh, Facebook live at some point. Very nice. That's awesome, man. And you're, you you keep stuff close to the vest when you get stuff. You don't post it in our group chat. That's, I like that. Yeah, no, little... I, try, I try. I mean, I try. I try to keep it a surprise for the show. Yeah. Like, hey, like bring this news to that. But uh, other than that, yeah, with the pains I had to like divulge that I got those because that was that was a miraculous find right there. Of course, of course. Um, what else was I gonna? Oh, props to our buddy Mike Landon who found three of the uh, those Funko. Or they like uh, the Funko lunchboxes with the Andre the Giant Hulk Hogan lunchboxes. Yeah, those are pretty cool, man. Uh, I think I'm gonna get, either give that to my son or use that as part of a giveaway. I'm compiling a bunch of random stuff that I have, just figures and cards and all kinds of stuff that I'm gonna do like a huge like care package giveaway type of thing pretty soon. So that'll be pretty fun. I have like. 10, 15 different things of just uh, some old Hasbros and some loose figures and all kinds of cool stuff. So look out for that too. So we're always giving away cool stuff. Um, I did want to say that um, we were going to, uh, they did this uh, fan takeover elite line, Sheena. They've been, it's been kind of underwhelming. They started off with uh, Seth Rollins, uh, mm-hmm. which we've seen a thousand figures of. Then we got a Ricky the Dragon Steamboat and some, some outfits we've seen before. This week uh, it was... Um, Adam Cole, baby, baby. Yeah, who uh, who just wears like uh, banana Chucks. banana hammocks uh, yeah. of different. So it was either like a gray banana hammock or a yellow banana hammock. Uh, but just just as of earlier today, they announced that Shayna Baszler was the next one, and she has really? some dif- different Shana outfits. Baszler. Yeah, she has some what, cool. I mean, outfits. what kind of what kind of different? I don't really think of her as having like very definitive ring gear choices. You know what I mean? She always yeah, wears exactly. that like. Like sports bra and like you know pants and that's it. Yeah, like, the, the pictures that they have is uh, just basically one of her in like an all all black outfit and then one with like a black and red and then one more more red. Uh, they're all pretty. One, more, one with red and black. <laughs> one with red and black. The other with black and red and the other with black with a little bit of red. No, but yeah, yeah. they're they're slightly different. I mean, there's there's nothing you know. This has been a very like. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, like, it's like, oh, let's give you these, like, very, very slightly different figures for you to choose from. Like, I mean, the Ricky, the Ricky Steamboat was, was a little bit, it's probably the most exciting so far. I mean, Seth Rollins was okay. He did, he had some good choices, but I mean, Adam Cole was very underwhelming. It's like you said, it was just like, oh, okay, well, a little bit of slight differentiation in the trunks. Um, There was like a camo pair of trunks and then like a, you know, like you said, yellow, but um, I'll have to look up the Shayna and see. But yeah, I think I think it should just be something that's like, I don't know, like it really feels like, oh man, like which figure do I want to choose? Because really, I don't I don't care which Adam Cole they make. Out exactly, of those I don't three. care about any, you know what I mean? any, like, any of these things they've done so far. You know, I don't. Yeah, I, I would rather I rather see like three random ass wrestlers, and let me pick one. Like, give me a, a Jeff Jarrett. Uh, and like a comma and and Duke the Dumpster Drossy or something like give me three yeah. like random wrestlers that you're never gonna make all three of them but if you get votes enough for for no, one no they're just they're just doing stuff that they already have pre existing scans for of you course. know what I mean it's just like it's like a super lazy move um but I mean it's better than nothing I mean I guess I, I guess we should not complain that they're letting us have a little bit because maybe we should take advantage of this and maybe the next time they'll do something a little more exciting you know it's like it's like those baby steps you know if we all if we all participate 
getting this and it's a big hit, then maybe they'll give us they'll give us a little bit more the next time. There you go. I put an article on our Patreon. I've been trying to write some more articles on there about some outfits and some characters I'd like to see. I want to see an NWO Hogan. I had that on the list. I want to see a, a Double J. I want to see an Ultimate Warrior from WrestleMania 12. So uh, I don't know if we'll get any of those, but I'm sure they'll – I mean, you got to do Warrior in this. I mean, there's so many different outfits. He's one of those guys that, you know, has so many different costumes and looks you could do. It'd be perfect for this. So, um, and and I I meant to say something, Marco. That you mentioned that comically speaking, I'm actually in my free time. This is pretty pathetic. I'm making a uh, spreadsheet of ev- by every state, every vintage toy store. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> It's been uh, pretty uh, painstaking. I'm just going like state by state. Eventually, you know, every once in a while, I'll tweet out like, "Hey, anybody know of any uh, uh, toy stores in Nevada?" And you know, I'll get a couple people responding. So I just want to just a kind of a database of you know, if you go on vacation or if you're traveling somewhere uh, of the you know four or five best places to go find vintage wrestling figures because I'm always you know wondering uh, where things are. So uh, I, I'm pretty much about halfway done. Um, but I'll post that uh, onto our group, of course, when it is. It probably won't be for another couple months, but just a little peek behind the curtain. It's been a, a labor of love for sure. I'm putting in the address and the, the phone number and uh, and some places I'm calling the people and saying, hey, do you guys sell? Because sometimes you go to a toy store with your kid and it's like one of those like educational like learning toy stores that's not even like really a toy store. You know, they don't like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, a, like yeah. it's all like uh, smart kid stuff. They, like sell, they sell like kinetic sand. And, yeah. 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 Like, know, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, books, Erector sets. books about sharing and shit like that. So yeah, I'm not looking for that. I want like a vintage toy store. Uh, so, uh, that, that'll be coming out. That's something that we have in the pipeline as well. So, um, as far as figure news, I don't know if we have a ton right now. I mean, obviously things are on hold. Uh, we are seeing a lot of, like I said, don't want people to go out if you don't have to, but if you're going out to Walmart or Target for medicine or or some bananas or lube or something, uh, definitely <laughs> go and check out the figures because people are not buying anything right now, as as you can expect. Uh, so people have had some good success, you know, with wrestling figures finally on the pegs. Uh, good to, success. To good, yeah, lots of success. <laughs> <laughs> I like my sister Bilo. Um, uh, so yeah, so good, good, good shit there. We talked about the Funko display. Uh, the stores are still getting those WrestleMania displays. Uh, I, I apologize. Our next, our newest segment is uh, is called Quarantine and Chill. And I totally stole your thunder, uh, Marco, here for the dark side of the ring. My apologies. I didn't know we were going to mention that here. But we're, we're trying to think of some shows for people to watch while you're home. You're sick of your kid. Your wife's, you know, falling asleep on the couch at 930. You got something. You need something to watch. So we talked about dark side of the ring. I today watched the first episode of this Tiger King show, Sheena. Oh, um, my God. I'm I'm all in on the Tiger King. Like, it is... It's insane. I, I I finished it today. I watched the the final episode, and I won't I won't post any spoilers here because I wouldn't want anybody to spoil it for me. But it is just like it's the most bizarre thing, and I've watched lots of bizarre things. But it is literally like I feel like George R. R. Martin could not write this script on his best day you know like make this stuff up because it is just like complete and total insanity. Like when you think. When you think the story's going one way, like it just takes like a hard left and goes like a, a totally different way. It's like you know, I wrote I wrote a post today. It's like S Town meets the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia meets Crime Junkies meets Scarface 
meets Sister Wives meets The Jungle Book. Like, it's like, I mean, there's just so many elements to this show that just make it, like, in insane. So if you haven't watched it, it's the new show on Netflix. It should be, like, one of the first things, like, you know, on the, on the new trending shows on your Netflix page. Um, definitely not a kid-friendly show. There's a lot of adult content and things like that so make sure you know you're not you're not watching it with your little ones but um if you're just looking for something that's like a total freaking car crash that you can't take your eyes off of it's uh it's definitely tiger king yeah, the first episode is pretty interesting I'm sure, and it sounds like it gets a lot crazier from there so i'll have a oh, full yeah. review i'm sure by next week uh next week have you been watching marco uh no i haven't watched it i have to wait for the uh for the wife to watch it i can't uh yeah, just jump into it i don't want to get exiled from yeah, anywhere. I know. I, I felt bad watching Dark Side of the Ring because that's one of that's one of my incest shows that we watch together, you know, and there's like there's like a, a handful of shows that we like wait for each other to watch and Dark Side of the Ring is one. But I was like, we're gonna talk about it on the show, so I gotta watch the Benoit episode. Um but yeah I haven't watched any of the new Curb Your Enthusiasms because I'm waiting for oh, so the heel yeah the heel husband to get back. Oh uh, it's been a pretty good season. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Oh yeah. Uh, anything else quarantine show did you guys finish up love is blind Sheena, did you? oh yeah i totally finished up love is blind okay here's one thing i noticed like i've watched a lot of reality tv over the years and i've watched a lot of reunion shows and i know you were like oh you gotta watch the reunion show let me just say that that those people were like the most like kind like gentle-hearted reunion show people i'm used to like the real housewives and like vanderpump rules where they literally just like sink their teeth into one another and just like drag each other like you know like legal stuff and like put all their shit out there and like these people were like i totally respect your opinion you know and like, it's totally fine we, we had a really good time and you know i'm so happy for you and your new relationship and you know i i just learned a lot and you know they like were going back and forth having these like thoughtful you know conversations obviously there was some like crazy with what's her name uh amber and, and jessica like the hot mess express but um other than that i felt like everybody was like kind of like very um very nice <laughs> yeah it was kind of a disappointment i was i was hoping for a little more hair pulling and stuff like that but it was definitely an interesting concept it's worth the time uh, if you have like uh a day to spend just binge watching it and uh pretty pretty crazy so uh that's you know any any suggestions you have for us make sure you post them and tweet us and hit us on facebook or whatever uh we're looking you know everyone's looking for some stuff to watch and uh i think tiger king will be mine for the weekend i'm going to get in some old uh, wwe network i actually decided tomorrow i'm going to finish up some of my fig cave i'm going to purchase some uh now that ikea is closed for i don't know how long uh i don't know how long i'll be out of ikea but um i'm gonna go marco buy some bookcases and uh start displaying stuff a little bit better here in the man cave because uh I got, go. i've got a ton of stuff in bins that i just need to put up and get out somewhere because people have been asking me to do a little uh a little video of the fig cave down here i want it to get nice and nice and uh all displayed for people mm. i mean i, I like have, it I'd, I'd, say, I'd say i have half my figs displayed and half of them are, are not so not yeah, same good. here. I have to dismantle mine down a little bit because the work from home. So a lot of like video conferencing type of stuff. Can't have a can't have Ultimate Warrior just chilling in the background <laughs> yeah. while I'm talking to like True. customers and stuff like that. So that's a take down part of it. So I'm kind of like in the middle of like a halfway type of deal. Like you are half fig, half business setup. <laughs> 
All right, I logged into this house party thing. So after this is over, we'll have to play around with this if you're not too tired. Um, Sheena is taking care of the kids real quick. So let's get into our random merch of the week. This is a uh, kind of fitting a uh, West Side Gun Chris Benoit hoodie. What is this? Yeah, so yeah, so she she actually found this because I, I didn't even think of this. I was like, damn, I want to have a, a random merch. And I was like, Sheena's really good at finding these things. So... She actually pulled this one up. So it's actually a, uh, it's a, he's a rapper. Um, he's actually really into wrestling as well. Um, he has a company called, uh, uh, fourth rope and it's, uh, he actually teamed up with, um, uh, uh, HOG or hog wrestling, which is, um, was recently purchased by master P. Uh, they're an independent company. So he like kind of like hooked up with them too, but a lot of his, a lot of the, the sweatshirts and a lot of the, clothes that they make if you look through this i'm not sure if like everything is on here but it's a lot it's a lot of wrestlers and stuff like that so like i know there's like an ultimate warrior one there's a mean gene oakland hoodie or t-shirt and stuff like that um a lot of the songs that he has on his like albums are named after wrestlers and he's like he's right. at literally like every single show like because i've seen him before i'll see him front row at like at pay-per-views and stuff like that really? uh, him and, yeah um he has he has pictures with like if you go on his instagram finn balor he's really close with like it's insane like he's really really into wrestling so like a lot of his uh songs are wrestling the- not like the the songs aren't about wrestling but the the title like a lot of like the imagery and a lot of the titles of the songs okay. are um, geared towards wrestlers and stuff like that so like one of the albums he did was like kind of like a it wasn't like an ode to chris benoit but it was like a a lot of, throughout the album a lot of the interludes and stuff like that were like promos that chris benoit would cut uh the intro of the album was um Aaron Anderson, um, it was a promo that he cut about bringing uh, Chris Benoit into. It was like I think what uh, WCW show it was, but he's talking about like how he went over to New Japan and he seen this guy named Chris Benoit, and um, that guy was going to be something. So he brought him over to the WCW nice. to you know, and then he and he added him to the Four Horsemen. He's a part of the Four Horsemen, that type of stuff. So oh, cool. But yeah, um, super expensive hoodies. They are around that price, so that's not wrong because <laughs> um, they're like they're homemade. They're as you can see, it's pretty stylish if you're into that stuff um it's 350 dollars for the for a hoodie uh, they are champion hoodies which is they're really good quality hoodies um but yeah that's it that's the gist of that if anyone else any other questions on if you want to hear his music I'll, I'll be gladly to point you in that direction if you're into like 90s hardcore hip-hop so like like bob deep and like Nas and that type of stuff that's the type of music he makes now okay. but Cool. So it's like for the old school, like the old school heads, but it's not another newer type of rap stuff. It's like more of the old school stuff, like 90s stuff. So. Nice. I but will yeah. check it out, man. That's awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's uh, West Side Gun, Chris Benoit. It's $350 if you search it on eBay. There is a make an offer, so you can maybe get a little bit cheaper than that. Yeah. Um, our retro wrestling recommendation of the week is sponsored in part by our friends at ProWrestlingTees.com is brought to us by our good friend Charlie Messing. He suggested one of my favorite matches of all time, uh, Marco. It is yeah. Brett the Hitman Hart versus Roddy Piper uh, from WrestleMania 8. This was the uh, the very beginning of my wrestling fanhood. I think this is probably the, the first pay-per-view that I ever watched. Um, and uh, it was a great, I mean, it's a really good wrestling match, but the storytelling in this match is probably what makes it the best. I mean, we saw Piper coming as the heel. Uh, I guess he was the, the heel in this one, and you know, was close to bashing hard over the head with the bell. 
yep. has a change of heart, no pun intended. And then, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Bret Hart wins with the fruit roll up at the end, but uh, a great match and kind of cemented Bret Hart as kind of the, you know, he, he put Bret Hart over in a big way as like the next big baby face in this one. Yeah. Um, card isn't that bad either too. The whole like WrestleMania card, even back then, like the cards are pretty, pretty decent. But I, I always say that match is like the perfect match of like, like Bret Hart's skill set and Roddy Piper's skill set. So you got a good mix of like the technical stuff as well as like brawling. Like if Bret Hart had to brawl with Roddy Piper, he's going to do it. Stuff like that. So that's, okay. I, I always say that's like a perfect, like if you ever want to see like a perfect match of like technical skills and brawling, I would definitely say Hart versus Piper in that sense. Yeah, it's a great match. It really is. And I've never I was never a huge Roddy Piper fan. I just don't like that style. It's kind of reminiscent to like the the Dean Ambrose John Moxley style. It's just a personal yeah. preference. Um yeah. but it it melds so well when you know you have a guy like Bret Hart on the other side of the ring. So um really well done. Great picks, Charlie. Uh another one of our Patreon subscribers. Uh another podcast that I would recommend if you want to get into kind of some retro wrestling is our good friends at our vantage point uh they do a great podcast comes out every monday they go into kind of the uh the the depths of wrestling and and find some good old stuff to review and it's really entertaining uh so check them out our vantage point they are on itunes as well just like us and also spotify all right we're going to give away uh courtesy of our good friend uh the og fig kid on twitter uh, Thomas, he is donating a Macho Man Master of the Universe figure. Uh, this is a awesome figure, Marco. I know you just picked this up recently. Didn't you have somebody get this whole set for you? Was it Mike Lanham that picked it up for you? Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't just get that one. It had to be all of them because they all look pretty cool, especially the uh, the John Cena, like kind of like see-through figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Walmart Whisperer strikes again. So uh, we're... <laughs> We asked you just to retweet a tweet that we had up on our on our Twitter account, and I'm going to pick one person randomly right now, and it is going to be by process of elimination. Um, I'm stalling here while I pick. It's gonna be oh, F Scoopers figure scooper F Scoopers on. Twitter, a great follow on Twitter. Yeah, definitely. Um, I enjoy reading his stuff. He is uh, a good follow there. So F, I guess it's Scoopers, S-C-O-P-E-R on Twitter. Give us a uh, – shoot me a DM with your info, brother, and we will get that uh, – we'll have Thomas send that out to you. And, again, Thomas, thank you for donating that to the cause. Anybody listening, if you want to donate a, a figure for a giveaway, hey, I'm not going to fight you. Uh, we always appreciate that, and you'll get some props here on the show. Um, so, yeah, we're always doing giveaways. It's fun, you know, this, especially this time of year uh, or this time of, uh, of what's going on right now, Marco. It's, uh, you know, it's tough for people. People don't want to leave the house. People – you know, websites are shut down. It's it's hard to get figures out to people. So uh, we're doing we're doing our little part here. Um, we're trying, trying. You know, keep keeping the culture moving forward. Uh, we have some listener mail. I need to pull up. I don't have that in front of me. I think you sent that to us in an email, and I am yeah. slacking. Uh, let me pull that up. Sheena's. Yeah, I think she. Yeah, Sheena pulled it up as well. I didn't have it pulled up. All right, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember which ones we read and which ones we didn't here. Okay, this is Tom Sliney. I don't think we did this question. 
with all of this quarantine talk, if you had to be cooped up and pick the brain of one wrestler, dead or alive, who would it be? And uh, he also says, what about a non-wrestler celebrity? So this is kind of similar to the question that we asked earlier, but just kind of just to kind of chat with someone and, and pick the brain of someone, I have my answer. As soon as I, I wasn't even done reading the question, I knew who it was going to be. But, Marco, I want to hear yours first. Oh, geez, you put me on the spot there. I can't even. Well, I can do mine. Uh, I, can do, I can do mine <laughs> if you want to think. My, my yeah, was, let me think. Let me think. Mine was Bobby the Brain Heenan. Right off the bat, he is one of the most entertaining dudes. Probably has so many awesome stories of of in the ring and out of the ring and traveling with all these guys and in kind of the golden era of wrestling. It was such a smart ass like dude. It was probably funny, funny as shit to talk to, have a drink with. Uh, he would be my pick. Obviously, he has passed away, but um, you know, he said dead or alive. So, Tom, that would be my pick. As far as non wrestling celebrity. Man, that's tough. Uh, I don't know. I I, I want to say like a Baltimore superstar, like a like a Ray Lewis, but you know, he would get annoying as shit, man. He would be so fucking preachy, and he would just be like, you know, he, he's not like the most fun guy to talk to because he's just like, uh, you know, he's just like a like a like a count like a work like a quote calendar uh, just come to life, you know, just like motivational yeah. like just not like a real person i feel like i don't know i always thought david wells would be a fun guy to talk to and hang out with he's a drinker a partier you know he's a you know mm-hmm. obviously a, a pitcher for over 15 years in the major leagues uh would be a fun guy huh i don't know i mean anna kendrick for different reasons would be one of my picks too but uh <laughs> that a non-wrestler is harder for me i can pick a wrestler re- really quick what about you marco um yeah so i'm gonna have to go dip into the favorites and probably go uh, with Macho Man for for the yeah, for a dead wrestler that. to uh, yeah. speak to. Um, yeah, because, uh, I mean, obviously, tons of stories. And um, just listening to, uh, like, Eric Bischoff's podcast, and he's talking about, like, when he met Randy and, like, how he was, like, um, super intense, but at the same time, like, one of the probably the most honest guys and, like, probably one of those, like, sweetest guys that you could ever speak to. Um, and you do like every every word he said he meant it and he believed in it um so i think i think just talking to someone like that would be pretty awesome um you know I'd, I'd actually like to hear his like regular speaking voice i don't think i've ever heard him speak regular at all it's always been like intense promos or like even when he was on like um like talk shows and stuff and did interviews he was pretty pretty intense as well so uh, just to get him in like a regular setting would be would be pretty cool and just hang out and just what a day in the life with macho man would be like would be i couldn't pretty even crazy. imagine <laughs> I, I can't even picture what his regular voice would be i don't think he's he, ever like used a regular voice ever no, yeah exactly that's why i would like try to like that's what that's the one person i would probably want to talk to just for just for that fact alone um yeah. alive hmm. That's a hard one. Probably Tom Brady and ask him why. That's it. That's why? all I would ask. Just one Just question. Why? why? After 20 years. How of, dare no, you? <laughs> no. I, I probably would. Actually, that'd be not a bad interview. Just like to hear how he like, because he obviously wasn't like the most athletic guy when he got drafted. Um, <laughs> everyone knows that story. But um, just like, just to talk to him and ask him like how he like, you know, how he became to be the, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time and what it took to get to that to that point in his life and when he actually recognized that he was i mean i mean pretty cool thing i think it would he wouldn't be too humble i mean actually he'd probably be humble i would i would assume anyway um 
What was the other one? Is, was there another one or just, just one dead, one alive? No, no, it's just one dead or alive. And then it was like, yeah, the next yeah. question was like a non-wrestler celebrity. Oh, yeah. I mean, that'd be the non-wrestler. I mean, obviously, yeah. there's other there's other ones. That would, I'd love to interview some rappers, definitely. Um, I have a list of rappers I would definitely love to hear some stories from. Oh, my God. I <laughs> have some great ones, yeah. <laughs> Um, Jason Koenig had some good questions. What finishing move would defeat the coronavirus? And what, what would be coronavirus's finishing move? Oh, that's tough. It would. Uh, what finishing move would it beat? Would put the coronavirus down. That's uh, something, something not involving your hands. You don't want to get your hands dirty. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Maybe definitely. Like a sweet, not. Would... sweet chin music, or um, <laughs> or a sharpshooter, a little sharpshooter. Maybe sharp, maybe sharpshooter, but you're still grabbing and stuff like that. So sure. I'm not sure. If yeah, you the want coronavirus to, like... is just like a like a like a gray ball with a bunch of red spikes on. So maybe the <laughs> maybe the crush the crush like head crush thing. Oh, there you go. Squeeze the coronavirus until it pops. Or the um, Eric Rowan. Uh... That like when he like the iron claw, but iron claw slam that he does, he like grabs oh, yeah. you by the head yeah, and yeah. lifts you up and just slams you on the ground and just cool. smash you into pieces. Maybe that would that'd probably work. Or a claymore kick. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Coronavirus's finishing move would be oh man, maybe the head bun off the top rope. <laughs> uh, me, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard not to. I'm not going to answer that question because it's <laughs> it's too jokey. Because you can make a joke out of people might get mad, but um, yeah, probably we'll go with flying headbutt. How about that? That's okay. a that's a safe <laughs> a safe one. And uh, Josh Boggs, uh, oh no, no, this is also Jason. Uh, if you were a home brewer, what what style of beer would you make? That's a good that's a good question. Huh? Yeah, uh, probably an IPA. You know, I I have uh, the neighbor right across the street from me, uh, home brews or used to home brew, and I helped him out one time. It's a lot of freaking work. I don't know if you've ever brewed beer yourself. It's so freaking oh, it's no. so much work, and it's and it tastes like shit. It does not taste yeah. like there's, there's like sediment. <laughs> it's like gritty. It's like stuff settles to the bottom of the bottle, and ugh, it's just it's like it's like a lot of things. It's just just pay for it. You know, just you know. Like my na- my neighbor right next door, awesome dude, and always yeah. he he come o- he comes over and and brings us like fresh bread. He makes bread. He has like half of his backyard. He's turned into like this huge like vegetable garden, and like for for what? I mean, he brings half of it over to us because he, he can't use it all. <laughs> but it's all like you know cucumbers that are like you know half the size that you would get at the grocery store. And like you know, how much does a how much does a cucumber cost? Like seventy cents. Like he's he's spent the last like four weekends building this fucking thing. Oh my god! And like just to get like you know, I can just buy vegetables for like thirty dollars. You know, it lasts me <laughs> two weeks. Come on, dude. Uh, so does he yeah. uh, does he listen to the show at all? Or no, no, he's no, no. no. Okay. He's, uh, he doesn't even have okay. te- he doesn't even have cable. Doesn't have cable. <laughs> he listens to the radio. He's like he's like forty five going on like seventy five. He's like one of those dudes. Oh my- you know, God, okay. But, uh, he's yeah. the off the grid. Well, yeah, one of those off the grid. He works for the government, but he, he always has bonfires. Has you know, he's a good uh, IPA craft beer type of guy. So we we bond over that. So right. I bring him beers every once in a while. And he 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 like makes fresh bread every every week or so and brings them over. So it's a good good trade. Yeah. We, we got some coronavirus like uh, uh, end of the world bartering going on in this neighborhood. You know, 
it's nice, you know. I have, I have the alcohol to supply to people, and I just need like some food, some sustenance. So can't, you can't you can't go wrong there. Um, what about you? What what beer would you brew? Um, I'd probably say IPA as well, but I'm gonna switch it up and probably go with a with a nice pilsner beer. Okay. Um, say like your your Bill Lights, and there's obviously there's other companies that do it. Uh, there's a lot of uh, local breweries around my area that uh, actually there's one that's like five minutes from my house that does a really 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 good pilsner beer so i started getting into those for some reason i don't know why i think it was just a part of like a, one of those like variety packs from that brewery and I, I think that was one of the kids of beer in there and i tried and i was like oh i actually really like pilsner beers i'm gonna drink some more of these so yeah tip my hat at that. i think i feel like ipas would be a lot more time consuming for some reason i could be wrong i have no clue yeah. how that works but pilsner would probably see easier to to make than an IPA. Oh, for sure. Like yeah, I think it's probably a lot easier. Yeah. All right. Uh, last question. Aaron Casanova Collins, uh, one of my oh. one of my favorite names on the Facebook group. Aaron yes. Casanova Collins. I don't know if that's his real middle name or or what that is, but it's like just seems like a great wrestling gimmick. Just be like a, <laughs> like an Italian like uh, gigolo type of thing. Um, Aaron says, if you could rewrite one match in the history of WWE. What would it be and why? Oh, that's easy to me. Oh, you could go if you have one if you have an answer already. I'm gonna predict you're gonna say the screw job. Uh no, actually. No? Wow. Which would be a good one. Okay. It was already a match. They just I mean Well, yeah, just, just re- rewrite it. Yeah, rewrite it. Yeah. Oh what? yeah, every, yeah, I could we could do that, but I was gonna go another route. Uh, what, what were uh, you gonna say? I'm gonna go rewrite the Booker T Triple H match at WrestleMania and have Booker T win the match. That's that makes a ton of sense. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's it took them like how many years later to do with with Kofi Kingston technically, um, but like just the whole like if you listen to like the something to wrestle they did a, like a whole thing on it, well like pretty much like you know it, it was the the storyline leading up to the match was just more just like. Booker T's not good enough, but then there was like some like racial undertones and stuff like that, and like so it made him look like he was really like this is the buildup, like they're gonna just like trot him down, trot him down. Booker T's never gonna win this. He's yeah, yeah. just not good enough. And then you get to the main stage, and he doesn't win it. <laughs> yeah. So you have all these people going like, oh my god, he, this is gonna happen, it's gonna happen, or like thinking he's gonna win. Nope. It's it was a twenty five minute. <laughs> Triple H win at WrestleMania. It's yeah. just like it, it's just like the whole. If you go back and like watch the whole storyline and just like everything that was happening, what the words Triple H was using and the the tone they were using, like it was it was obviously it was like racist. Um, but if you're gonna do that, have the have the guy come out on top. If you're gonna go, yeah, exactly. Road. But yeah. they didn't, so it left a sour taste in a lot of a lot of people's. If you watch Booker T do interviews on it, he didn't care. He he thought it was an opportunity. He was at, he main event. It was it a main event? I believe it was a main event. Uh, uh, I have to go back and look. Wrong. I don't know if it was or not. That might have been the Undertaker main event that year. But uh, oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah. maybe it was a co-main event. Yeah. Uh, but his thing was like, I was at WrestleMania. I wrestled for a title. That was good for him. But obviously, the fans are like, no, that's not good enough. <laughs> Did you were you a part of that? Do you remember all that stuff that you were <laughs> that, that was being said to you during yeah. that whole time? Uh, but yeah, that would definitely try to. I would rewrite that one definitely. Uh, that's a totally good call. I, I, I'm going to say the screw job. And uh, oh yeah, as much as you know, it's a super easy answer. It's super cliche, and and probably that would have that would have changed the course of wrestling history if that didn't happen. Uh, prob- yeah, probably not for the better. 
but uh, I would have wanted a, a better finish and a better send-off for Bret Hart leaving the company. Uh, but I understand why it all happened, and uh, you know, there's 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 rumors that it wasn't a that was it wasn't for real that it was all work. Well, well I don't think we'll ever know. But um, I do want to give a shout out. I didn't didn't mention it earlier. We have seven new Patreon subscribers. Oh, and, oh yeah, yeah it's Tyson Trevino, Michael Sanchez, Brandon Carter, Dan Arcadio. Travis Walter, Matt Hodge, and Christian Garcia. Thank you guys all for having really easy to pronounce names, and welcome to the Foley family. Um, we're excited to have you guys. We are continuing to grow. I think we're over 115 uh, patrons at this point now. So thank you guys so much. We uh, we appreciate you supporting what we do here, and uh, we thank you so much. Um, so that's our question and answer. We have some more of those. We'll get to probably once Sheena's back on next week. Um, yeah, I guess next week we're going to do our WrestleMania, you know, <coughs> sorry, preview. Sorry. Yeah, preview on, on either Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't know if we'll maybe do it a little bit early since WrestleMania starts on Saturday. Maybe we'll shoot, yeah. shoot for Tuesday and the episode will be up on Wednesday morning. Uh, and we will be around all weekend. We'll be covering WrestleMania. We'll be on social media on Saturday and Sunday. We'll be uh, probably doing some Facebook Live videos and on, on Discord all, all weekend long. And then, of course, the week after, we'll do a full WrestleMania recap. Uh, so a lot of stuff going on here as we get closer and closer to WrestleMania. It doesn't feel like we're that close to WrestleMania with everything going on. But um, no. just everybody be safe out there. Wash your hands. Be careful. Um, I know there's been some cl- conflicting reports about how long all of this is going to last for. But until we are uh, out of the woods, just just be safe. Keep your family safe. Stay home if you can on the weekends. And uh, like I said, we promised to crank out some extra content. Myself, Marco, and Tom Sliney, one of our Patreon subscribers, is going to be doing another watch-along episode this weekend. We're going to record it. It's going to be Shawn Michaels versus Ric Flair. (coughs) Man, I'm losing my voice. From WrestleMania, I think that was WrestleMania 24, Ric Flair's final match. Uh, So that'll be uh, pretty cool to do. So we're going to start to do some more of those watch-along episodes. And I guess if we get this house party thing, we'll... Synced up, we'll be able to start watching some stuff together in the company of our uh, of our own home. So uh, that's all I got, Marco. Anything you need to add before we get the hell out of here? No, just <coughs> same old, same old. Just uh, keep it safe out there. Yes. Do your so- social distancing if you can. Yeah, don't go and, to the uh, store unless you have to. Keep keep yeah. safe. Uh, head over to iTunes. Give us a nice five star review. We appreciate that. There, uh, everything you need to know about our show is at Chick Foley show.com we love you guys we thank you for supporting us myself marco and sheena will be back with you right here next week to preview wrestlemania so uh until then stay classy smarks we'll talk to you soon